A 21-year-old woman has given birth on the street with the help of some residents after being turned away at the Ngwabe Clinic outside Jane First in Limpopo. Now, this incident happened on Saturday morning after the woman, whose identity is being protected, was told by security guards that the clinic does not operate on weekends. Shibu Mamukhere filed this report. The 21-year-old woman whose identity is being protected says she went to the clinic at around 9 a.m. after realizing that she could be in labor. She was in the company of two relatives. The woman says they were informed by security guards that there were no nurses on duty. It is alleged that nurses refused to work on weekends as administration clerks don't work on those days. The nurses have apparently been complaining about the filing workload. The young mother says she's grateful to the first passerby who came to her rescue. We found the security guards who said the clinic was closed. I requested them to call an ambulance for me, but they said I should do it on my own or use public transport to the hospital. We then left. On our way home, I felt sharp pains and could no longer walk. My relatives shouted that I was in labor. A woman who was passing by stepped in and I gave birth on the street a few meters from the clinic. She says she is traumatized as her life and that of the baby were at risk. This has deeply affected me and lowered my dignity. I'm ashamed to leave the house because I fear being laughed at. I'm even afraid of going to the clinic because I don't know what the nurses will do to me. I need counseling because I can't cope. My baby and I almost lost our lives. Community leader Ali Mabani says they demand accountability from authorities. That is unacceptable, actually. They were supposed to work as much as they've given an oath to the department and the people of South Africa that they will serve them with dignity. They could have at least maybe consulted the community so that maybe the, the chiefs can arrange meetings with Department of Health so that we can see how to come around uh, the issue. We just want to be specific and face the matters and face the truth. The Limpopo Health Department has condemned the incident. Spokesperson Nil Shikwambana says action will be taken against those found to be responsible. We are utterly disappointed by what happened at Mwabe Clinic as the department really. It is unacceptable and inhumane for any person to give birth on a street in full view of a people passing by. Uh, just because nurses at that uh, part of town decided to close the clinic, uh, citing the fact that they are unable to work because there are no uh, filing clerks over the weekend. We know that uh, when it comes to some administrative staff, we are not fully resourced, but we need to work with what we're having. We can't close clinics because they are not like The young woman's family is seeking legal advice regarding the incident. I'm Shibu Mamukhere in Sikukuni. Meanwhile, in Gauteng, a homeless man died on the steps of the Tuane District Hospital on Tuesday night after he was allegedly refused emergency services as he was dirty and stank. So for more on this, we join on the line now by the DA's Gauteng spokesperson on social development, uh, Krizan Bosch. Thanks so much for speaking to us this afternoon. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. So, Ms. Bosch, firstly, uh, if you could just briefly tell us exactly what unfolded here as you know it. 
the homeless man um, that, that passed away, the deceased, um, was not feeling well, and he went to the Tswane District Hospital to seek assistance. Uh, when he arrived at the hospital, um, he was chased away and said that he is dirty and stink, and he must first go clean up before he can get assistance. Um, so as he approached the gate, uh, some of his homeless friends was with him, um, and as he approached the gate, he passed out, um, just outside the gates of the hospital. Um, a car guard in the area ran into the hospital to go and fetch a wheelchair to try and seek assistance. Um, the staff at the hospital then accused him of uh, stealing a wheelchair, so there was a, a scuffle about that, instead of just helping the man. Um, so about two hours later, after leaving the poor um, homeless man outside the gate suffering, he passed away. Um, the man, they, they, they then asked for a hospital to assist by calling the morgue. Um, the morgue then refused to assist at the time, um, the, as the man didn't have any documentation on him. Um, and then when they contacted the police, uh, the police said that they're busy with the hospital situation. They would only be able to attend to the matter in about 10 hours' time. So the local CPS intervened at the time, and then they managed to get the police to come and assist um, about an hour later. So this is already three hours later after the, the man seeked assistance from the hospital. Um, so he was then um, the police then managed to get the morgue to come out and assist by, by taking the deceased body um, to the state morgue. Um, this is apparently not the first time that homeless people are chased away by the hospital because they're dirty and they stink. And I think it's absolutely disgusting because um, every single person, regardless of who you are, what your income is, should deserve the same treatment, um, especially from health facilities. And, I mean, it's just part of our basic human rights. Um, so I think it's, it's absolutely disgusting, and we will call on the MEC to do a formal investigation um, and this is not just for the, the hospital itself, but also with the police to find out exactly why they took so long to assist the, um, the, the, the deceased at the time. Um, so, so, yeah, so we're going to definitely call on this. But further to this, um, I mean, homelessness is, is an inter-departmental um, issue. There's so many different aspects to it. Um, it's not just about social development or health or safety. There's all different elements to it that we need to reach out to the homeless community to assist them. Um, and I'm, I'm going to definitely call at the provincial legislature for a, um, a task team to be established between these different departments to see how we can prevent such instances from happening in the future. Uh, Ms. Bosch, how did you come to know about this incident? Um, our local councillor in the area, um, the DA councillor, Wayne Halfrich, contacted me um, immediately when the CPS contacted him to see if we, if I can't intervene in the case. Um, so he informed me about it, but obviously at the time it was already too late. Um, and then, um, you know, the, the deceased has already passed away at the time. So, so yes, yeah, so that's how I heard about it from the local councillor. Have you had opportunity to speak to hospital management at all to get some answers in this regard? We tried contacting the hospital, but um, we couldn't get any feedback from them. Um, and that is why I decided that we will call on the MEC for half at the provincial legislature um, to, to do the formal investigation because it is the MEC's mandate to do such.
And of course, um, you know, we've been talking quite a bit about uh, people who are homeless over the past few weeks. Uh, We've had those murders of of the five homeless people in uh, Pretoria. And then earlier in the week, uh, we spoke to the Democratic Alliance, J.P. Smith, about homeless people being fined in the city of Cape Town if they were found, you know, uh, sleeping on the pavements, etc., How do you think that squares with what is happening here in Pretoria, where it seems as though people who are homeless are being targeted by all, including the state? Well, currently, um, to be honest with you, in in Tuanevin itself, there is not a single shelter available for homeless men or homeless boys. In fact, there's a boys' shelter that's standing vacant for the past four years. It was built, and it was a purpose-built center for boys. And um, it's standing vacant because the Department of Social Development is not putting it out for tender um, to get an NGO to manage the, the, the facility. Um, if, if only the government could reach out and actually start identifying vacant buildings, um, which can be um, used through social development and NGOs, um, to, to create shelters, um, then we would already be one step in the right direction. Um, I mean, you've got to realize that for a homeless person, um, you can't even get a step up into society to be reintegrated if you don't have some sort of address um, of something that you can call a home. You can't open up a bank account. Um, without a bank account, you can't get a job. Um, you know, there's so many different aspects to it. So the first thing, the homeless community does not feel safe on the street. Um, they get targeted by the police themselves, um, you know, taking their documentation, burning it, um, stealing it, destroying it. Um, and, and, I mean, without that documentation, they also can't get a step up to be reintegrated into society. And, and this, this needs to stop. So, first of all, we need to identify buildings, get shelters, because in the city of Toronto, we don't have sufficient shelters. There's close to 10,000 homeless people on the streets, and yet um, and there's something like 100 vacant buildings in the city itself that belongs to the provincial government. Um, yet they can't um, identify one single building to just provide it as, as a shelter for an NGO to run, um, to provide that first set of, of um, accommodation for homeless people with uh, facilities where at least they can look after their personal hygiene, um, which will already be able to assist them with a step up. So you're saying the responsibility uh, for there not being sufficient homeless shelters in the city of Tuane, which is, by the way, uh, led by the DA, rests with the Department of Social Services? Um, it's, yes. I think the first responsibility is with the, with the de- Department for Social Development in the province, in the Gauteng province. Um, as I said, there's a lot of, um, and from there, but once again, we need to get all the different municipalities on board. There needs to be an intergovernmental, um, you know, task team that, that not only consists of the different departments, but also from the different municipalities across the whole province. Um, I mean, the only main shelter in the whole of Gauteng is in, um, is in Randfontein, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I mean, that's too far. If a homeless man is found in the outskirts of Tswane, or the outskirts of Ekurleni, um, you know, how is he going to get to Randfontein to get assistance? And then when he gets to Randfontein, who says that he will be able to be accommodated? Mm. Um, so, so, 
So this is a big problem, and I think the, the, the province needs to step in, first of all, to assist the municipalities with buildings, and then from there the municipalities can, can take on the management of three NGOs and providing support to the NGOs. And uh, just a final one, um, the Democratic Alliance issuing fines against homeless people in the city of Cape Town. Do you agree with your party's approach on this matter? Um, I can't really comment on exactly what what is happening at Cape Town. I haven't spoken to my colleagues in Cape Town, um, but I personally um, you know, do not agree with the approach. I think that we first need to ensure that there is sufficient shelters. But as I said, um, I don't think I can comment on the details of it as I'm, I don't have a fact. Well, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. DA Gauteng spokesperson on social development, Krizan Bosch. And joining us now is Gauteng District Health Chief Director, uh, Mutumone Pizzi. Thanks so much for your time this afternoon. Thank you very much. Mr. Pizzi, first and foremost, what's your reaction to what you've just heard? Uh, we've uh, recounted a few incidents that have happened over a few weeks in Gauteng alone, let alone the one that we played from Limpopo. What's your reaction to them? Uh, unfortunately, I, I missed your discussion. I could only hear a bit here and there about homeless people, but I missed the gist of the discussion. So the homeless person is uh, someone who went to seek help at uh, the district hospital in Swane, was turned away because he was told by the staff at the facility that he was dirty and he stank and therefore they were not going to treat him. There was also another incident of a mother who unfortunately was turned away um, from a primary healthcare facility, had to give birth outside the premises because she was told that she is too old. So just looking at those two incidents for now, what's your response to it? I would say it's a very sad situation that our people should be exposed to that kind of conduct by staff members. And uh, with regards to the matter of Stanzabupate Community Health Center, after the incident happened, I was alerted about it on Monday, and I immediately went to talk to the lady that uh, had to go through the ordeal. And we immediately instituted investigations, and I can now say that... uh, we're at a stage where we are ready to proceed with disciplinary action against those involved. Uh, does that mean that people will be suspended? The disciplinary process will determine the, what uh, the outcome will be made from the process. That could be one of the options. The problem here is, of course, that uh, people are stripped of their dignity. And and, and unfortunately, in the case of the homeless man, he was stripped of his dignity while he was alive and even after he died, because even the workers in the mortuary refused to actually treat his remains with dignity. And surely that is unacceptable from a government that claims uh, that people should be put first. What about Batupili? What does that mean in this instance? The, the issue of the homeless man, and unfortunately, we heard about it yesterday. And uh, the CEO of the hospital has confirmed that uh, that man was never in the hospital. He has uh, made a report about the whole incident. And it appears that uh, the man stayed a few blocks from the hospital in terms of the report that he has made. And he was passing by the hospital, apparently.
and uh, he died outside the hospital. He was never inside the hospital. So was that the only account that you have heard about that incident? Up to so far, that's the only version we have. But uh, if there are any uh, any information to the contrary, I think it will assist us to investigate further. So where exactly does the CEO say this man died? Outside the hospital. And did he tell you that the man had entered the premises and was turned away by staff at the hospital? That question has not been confirmed. Did he tell you anything about the incident about the car guard who came to get a wheelchair at the facility that also uh, led to some sort of altercation because he was almost accused of trying to steal the wheelchair, which he wanted to use to try and wheel that very same homeless man back into the facility after he had collapsed? I don't have that information at the moment, but I think it's part of the investigation that will be done. So um, I think uh, we just spoke to the DA and um, uh, they seem to have uh, quite a bit of detail on that particular story. And I'm sure they'd be able to put you in touch with some of the witnesses, eyewitnesses to that particular account. But just looking at these situations. And given just these two incidents that we've spoken of, and there I'm sure are many more, what does this say about the state of um, the the, 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 the um, healthcare facilities management and also the sort of treatment that is being meted out to patients at these facilities? What does I it say, say to you? The, the majority of our staff are doing their best to provide quality service to our people. And it's unfortunate that from time to time you then have this kind of incident happening, which uh, casts aspersions on the whole department. And that is not the way the department provides services to the people, unfortunately. So, Mr. Pitti, can we ask you to please uh, go check in with uh, the various facilities and come back and report back to us about what is being done about uh, these incidents that have been reported? We have investigated each and every incident and uh, we are setting up systems. So we will try. We will, we will get back in touch with Mr. Pizzi there to find out exactly what the outcome of those investigations are. And uh, unfortunately, seem to have only spoken to the CEO at uh, the uh, district hospital in Twane. And uh, they basically washing their hands off this incident by saying the man died outside the facility. Well, we would hope that uh, the Gauteng Department of Health will actually do due um, process here and go and follow up and speak to the other witnesses about what actually happened to that homeless man.